The boldness of the Wilderfolk struck fear in the hearts of the Trailenders. Lord Protector Alistair barely escaped with his life after naming the new lands. Me and the Rowdy Boys had just faced our first battle together, and though we were successful, we had much to learn about these new lands and its native people. Literally, the last thing we ended on was you guys had just come out of battle in the New Lands in Dunabur, where um, this speech was made by the Lord Protector Alistair. Um, behind him was the ship, the Naked Lady, or Thessala's <laughs> Grace. Behind him was the ship to show it off, to, see, to show that this is the ship that is going to make the excursion, all that. And... Just as he finishes his speech, an assassination attempt happens. Six of these wilderfolk, these barbarians, attack and approach the stage. Thankfully, you four, the rowdy boys who have been hired for this excursion, were there to stop these guys from reaching the stage with the help of Commander Leon. The stage has been cleared. The Lord and Lady have been taken back to the Red Stag where everyone is to now go and report uh, to their next in command. Um, the last, very last thing was you had, uh, Telnius had searched some bodies and had found a few coins mm -hmm. and um, a few of them had were still breathing. Most... Uh, th at this point, the majority of them have bled out from their wounds, not receiving any medical help. So, But none of them speak common, correct? None of them speak common. Yeah, when you tried to speak to them, they <clears throat> spoke their uh, native tongue, which none of you have heard or recognize any of the words of. Can um, are So are we in that scene right now? That The person That's is where bleeding I'm, out in front of me. I'm placing you in this okay, scene. Right. So and I'm I want to make a, a medicine check to stabilize him. Um, to prevent him from bleeding out and dying. Okay, so um, there. So I'm not using a spell. I don't want to heal him. I just want to stabilize oh, him. Oh, yeah, make a medical check. Okay, cool. Perfect. That's a 22. Great. So you're able to bandage up one of them that uh, was bleeding out. Cool. Commander Leon, he he approaches you guys as your as you're like feeling, out, yeah. Yeah, feeling out the group, uh, the rest of them, and he, he says, ah, I know what to do. Guys, rowdy boys, <laughs> on me, follow me. And he grabs one of the scorched um, wilderfolk men, and he starts dragging him across the drawbridge back over to the Red Stag where you guys are to report. I'm not super cool with him, like, just being so gruff with this dude. I'm not like happy with the dude and I know that he tried to kill us, but I'm not trying. I don't want these people to die. So as he's dragging him away from the scene, cause you're about to go to the drawbridge cross, 
go over to the Red Stag right. Inn, which is a pretty far distance. It's probably 200, 300 okay. yards. Yeah, I, I put my hand down and like help try and help the guy up and say, uh, I think I think he can walk. Let, let's not be savages here. Uh, whatever, yeah. Okay. So he helps you pick him up, and you guys are carrying him okay. back to the Red Stag. Is there anybody around us who it seems like might be able to understand the language he's speaking? Uh, any of the barbarians were the ones who attacked. The only two that were spotted earlier were two of the servants, and they were a part of the attack, mm. both of them having been downed by you guys mm. in battle. So you're okay. taking one but of But none the, of the people, none of like the citizens can understand their language. <clears throat> that you know of. This okay. is your, you've just come into Dunabur. You don't know hmm. that. So... Uh, you guys make it the 300 yards. It's a little bit awkward now. You can tell there's tension. You can tell that Commander Leon is heated, but he's you You have one shoulder, one arm of the guy keeping him up, and you guys are close behind, I'm guessing. My, yeah. Mind you, I've got my, my hand on my dirk just in case okay. this guy tries anything. Like, I can shiv him. You sure. Know? Yeah. I, mean, I don't trust him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Yeah. So you're, you're, um, you're well aware of the danger right. of this person, but you're trying to gain him some dignity. Right. That's good. So you guys get to the Red Steg and out front the 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 shiplap planks are painted this not crimson but almost like a redwood hmm. tree kind of red uh, and at the very top there is uh, above the doorway it says the Red Steg in golden script and there is a mounted head of this huge bigger than any deer or uh, that you've <laughs> that you guys have seen <laughs> in Trayland, and it has very beautiful, similar colored fur. Um, Hold on, just a little antlers. out of game question. So, is the red stag like a male rat? <laughs> like, would that be it's, a yeah, male? It's just a big rat. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. When, now hold on. When we're saying rat, are we meaning like English American, like re- rat, yeah, or are we meaning we're like Thessalian? Right now, so we're meaning like actual real okay. rats. Okay. Okay. So yeah. the red stag is like a large no, rat. The actual yeah. way that it looks is like a red stag. I don't know why you're fighting this. <laughs> yeah, I think we're I think we're gonna place this to a vote, everyone, and uh, just know that there's four hands to one yeah. on this. So. <laughs> Commander Leon. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> then what happens? Bus open the door, <laughs> and uh, you guys bring him in. And before you could even catch him, Telnius, Commander Leon throws, just heaves him to the ground, and the the wilder man just falls on the ground. And he's he's his breaths are pretty shallow. Mm. You can tell he's not doing too well. And Commander Leon uh, looks up and screams. Where is he? And the commander spots the guy. He's a well-built fellow. He has a chaotic red beard and matching moppy hair. Very similar that to the wilder folk that you have fought mm. before. He looks a little bit more cleaned up, although he's still wearing a simple tunic. There's a few piercings in his uh, right ear. He is sipping an ale in the back at a back table by himself and watches as the commander approaches, drawing his sword. Did you have anything to do with this? No, I did not, Commander, the man says in the Varican accent. Then help us find out more. The commander grabs a shirt of the man and brings him to the helpless assassin. The man leans in closer to the wilder man in pain and begins speaking in their foreign tongue. <clears throat> 
uh, the the man looks up and says, he needs help. He says he is close to death. And uh, this is a different one from the one that you had healed back uh, okay. out in the fray. Because Commander Leon was just heated and grabbed the first one closest to him. So, Jeez. yeah, you guys kind of have this opportunity to interact. Okay. Um, I uh, cast Cure Wounds, um, and I touch him... Um, on his shoulder, he's is he laying down? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, he's he's kind of up on one elbow, speaking with okay, cool. the other yeah. man. And when you go in to touch him, he flinches away from right. you. But once you touch him with this healing power, right. you actually see the scorch marks erase, um, and you see him. He he can breathe a little easier now, and he is no longer as close to death as he once was. So the wilderness, uh, the, the man who you intimidated looks to the wilderman close, uh, now no longer close to death mm-hmm. and asks him a few more things in Vedrican. So the wilderman then stretches out a hand and first points to Telnius and says a few things. He then points his hand to commander Leon and says something in a very growling voice. These are words you don't understand. And then he looks to the man who's translating, spits in his eye, and says something else. And Commander Leon does not take well to this. I I stand in between Commander Leon and the guy. And so when the commander, he's reaching for his sword, he steps closer, and you tell me to get in his way. Definitely move in front of him. He goes to kind of shove you out of the way, and go ahead and give me a strength contend. Natural 20. Wow. Somehow the cleric <laughs> stops Commander in yeah. his tracks. And the Commander kind of gathers himself and says, all right, what did he say? And I'm guessing you look back to the translator right, right. now. And the translator looks up and says, well, he called me a murderous traitor. And he wipes some of the spit from his eye. He said that the robed man burned him with demon fire. And he said that you smell like elk shit. <laughs> and well, command- we can't call him a liar then. <laughs> <laughs> and Leon uh, go- goes to go past you. Do you try to stop him this time? Um, no. Okay, so at this point, Commander Leon actually attacks the translator, and they start in a little bit of a uh, of a tough. And oh, I try and grapple Leon then. Yeah. I okay, try and this guy's holding back. Okay, go ahead and give me a strength roll. And the translator's just like, ah, oh, ah, oh, no, kind of falling backwards. Oh, um, five, four, uh, six, seven. So- Rory, there's just so many legs around you, <laughs> and at your height, you kind of get wrapped up in Telnius's robes before you can get to Leon, and at the point that you get to Leon, you're just kind of tugging at his, at his boot. <laughs> He's like dragging me along behind him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so their fight... I'm going to go ahead and stride forward and try to grapple him as well. Okay, go for it. Commander Leon, 15. Ooh. Yeah, especially because he's distracted. You're able to pull Commander Leon off of the translator. Uh, You then hear the door open and a booming voice envelop the common area of this bar and tavern. What is going on here? 
And you guys look to the doorway and see Duke Erwin, the high elf. Uh, ah. His hand is on his dagger. Duke, I'm glad you could make it. We need your help. <sighs> what seems to be the issue here? Well, Commander Leon is about to kill this man. He comes up to Commander Leon and he whispers something into Leon's ear. And Leon takes a step back and collects himself. Can I hear him? Can I hear what he said? Roll to see. What would I roll? I want to do that too. Uh, perception. Listening. I will also do that. Ooh. Just five. It was a 23. Wow. 20. Uh, 21. So <laughs> everyone except for Rory, uh, you don't hear every word, but you hear him say the words, I know, dot, 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 you better, dot, 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 your life. <laughs> Smooches. <laughs> dot, 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 your life. XOXO. And, and then he, he steps back. <laughs> and Commander Leon takes his hand off of his sword and, and gathers himself. Uh, the Duke goes and uh, picks up the translator to help him. And at this point, the Wilderman has kind of skirted back toward a chair. And there's a few other guards and whatnot inside this tavern. And they've approached him and, and uh, kind of taken his, are holding the Wilderman back that Telnius that you uh, healed. Are there any other exits or just the main door that we There's came the through? main door. And I'm sorry. Uh, so it's the common area. There's a bar at the farthest wall. And there's two doors. Um, that you haven't been through <clears throat> yet in this tavern. Okay. Uh, one of them, though, you've seen uh, barmaids and kitchen workers walking in and out of, so you would assume that the other one would lead to the second story where all the rooms are. The Duke uh, then says, listen, I know that we have been thrown into chaos by this attack, but that is no excuse to act like children. He's looking mainly at Leon. Mayor Selma has announced that Dunaba is under high alert. All men are to report to their next in command for further instruction. Any wilderfolk, assimilated or otherwise, are to be arrested and taken to the town's barracks for questioning. The exception being our guide, Finn Aurora. The Lord Protector is still deciding when the ship should leave for Ben Ivor, as his near-death experience has complicated things. Any and all crew members should be packed and ready to go at a moment's notice. Is that understood? Man. I don't <laughs> want to tell you how to do your job or anything, but who's watching over his lordly ship, the Duke, as we speak? The Duke? We're I'll, all here. Myself? I mean, no. The, uh, I'm here. What's, what's the other guy? I Duchess? look after myself Lord, quite Lord well. Alistair. Yeah, Lord Alistair. Yeah. The steward for the Sorry, king? shoot. I'm going to have to... Yeah, I'm gonna, dang it. I was trying to remember. <laughs> no, no, you were wrong. Keep it in. Colin <laughs> was wrong. Colin said the wrong thing. <laughs> the Lord and Lady are kept safely in their accommodations upstairs. They are guided by six, guarded by six guards at the moment as we speak. And all of the guards here are protecting all of the entrances and exits. Also, the town watch is on high alert. Does yeah. that satisfy A lot of good they did. Calhoun. Fine by me. Sure, satisfies me. I was just wondering why we're all sitting in the same room. But wait, if the town's watch is on God, how did these guys get into attack in the first place? That is something that the mayor is trying to understand, along with the high elves. Uh, we the think that the chaos of the 
uh, Harvest Moon Festival may have given them the ability to slip in through the crowds. We're not sure. This incident has just happened. I apologize that I don't have more information. Who are these guys? They are the natives of this land. For years, we have had troubles with them. Most have... uh, most have rebelled against the Trailenders' presence here in the New Lands, I mean Estonia, and uh, there have been a few violent back and forths in the early years. But for the past eight years, we haven't had any major incidents such as this. So the, they attacked the Duke, right? Like, as far as we could tell, they were attacking the Duke. The- they were trying to kill the Lord Protector, Alistair. Okay. Um- so what reason would these natives have for hating Trailenders and, and, and us coming in? Um, yes, this is what we are uncertain of. Uh, we have tried to sign peace treaties with them, but they have been rather rebellious. And to be honest, they are rather barbaric in their ways of living and behaving, so we didn't expect much to begin with. How about, did that man say that he is Varrican? Yes, he said he was Verikin, and that refers to the name that they have given to their lands, Verahim. So, so what, what has the <laughs> Lord Protector done recently that would have caused this, that would have made them ticked off? Uh, this is the first time the Lord Protector has made uh, a presence here in the New Lands. King Aston has never been here, and so this is the highest-ranking Trailender to ever come to the New Lands. Oh, this is his so first time here. This, yes. this makes me think, then, there probably is a native plan to, to prevent us from moving forward. I mean, they don't want us here. Why would they not want us to take over their lands, kick them out of their homes, destroy their culture... Oh, and don't yeah. forget renaming <laughs> their entire country. Yeah. Yeah, so what, for someone who's never actually been what, here. What, so Listen, <laughs> rowdy boys, I know that you have empathetic hearts. I appreciate that do, about you. But who are you working for? E- apparently evil, evil uh, empirical <laughs> bastards. Each of you has uh, instructions from your next in command. Please see to each one. I simply don't have time to explain the history of the New Lands to you guys at the moment. All right, Duke, where can I report to? Uh, to me. So actually, we're going to split into little single-off okay. um, scenarios. So the Duke approaches Ayas, takes you to the side after you ask who to report to. And you're like, you were right to report to me, Ayas. I happen to know that you have certain abilities with your eyesight, and I think it could be best utilized as the sun goes down in the dark. I'm would, listening. Would you be willing to patrol the drawbridge? It seems to be one of the more laxed parts of, uh, of guard at the moment. I am willing. All right, thank you very much, Ayas. Yes, I will be there. Oh, I'll be there. So I Should I just go now? Yeah, yeah. So you can just gather your things and head towards the drawbridge. What time of day is it? It is sundown. So the the festival was happening while the sun was going down. It is now dark. The torches are be or the okay. lamps are being lit. Throughout as the town. as you're leaving, shops I, are closing up. So I'm just heading to the docks. I guess. Mm-hmm. As you're leaving, I give you the Los Rowdy Boys goodbye handshake. Los Rowdy Boys. <laughs> uh, oh, nice. Jazz hand. Jazz and, fingers. Jellyfish. Lick the nostrils. Rowdy in the air. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's got a nice rhythm, to it. rhythm. I like that. <laughs> 
Mm. All right, so. Uh, uh. <laughs> I was trying to get I him. didn't know you could start to rap. <laughs> wow. DJ Kowloon. We need another one. And so. Uh, no. I'm never, I'm never uh, <laughs> joining in on that joke. No, ever, never, never. So Ayas <laughs> leaves after the cool handshake with. Okay. Uh, all, right. All, right. That's <laughs> all right, maybe I should stop. Ayas leaves with. Oh, yeah, 20. It was definitely cool. Oh yeah, it was the it was, was the coolest was cool. yet. Leon is just he a tear comes to his eye <laughs> as he wishes he could be a part of this group so bad, but he nope. just can't contain Mm-mm. his anger. As I leave, I wink at Leon. Oh, he bitch. winks with a tearful eye, and the tear falls down his cheek. I lick the tear. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> roll to lick the tear. Was it his nostril? Cool. Um, next, we're gonna lose salt on the ship. Uh, uh, Leon, after you have licked the tear from his cheek. Oh, let's not make that real. <laughs> Leon then approaches Rory and says, ah, Rory, I could sure use that drink. Leon, what was up with that? What the, what the hell was that earlier beating up that translator guy? I mean, I know we're rowdy, but that was a step beyond. Um, actually, Finn, Finn has returned back to his seat and has gone back to his ale. Leon looks over to him and he... Just puts his hand on your shoulder and says, let's just get something to drink first. Um, Okay. So he goes over to the bar and he orders a house ale. Bartender looks at you and asks what you would like. Uh, Well, what do you got? What's the special? Well, the special we always have is uh, uh, the house ale of uh, hoppy wheat ale. Uh, that we make here Done in house. Two, okay, please. here ya. And he pours two, and you and Commander Leon begin to drink. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I think I just lost my temper for a second. It just is very frustrating. I've spent some time over here in the New Lands, and these uh, these barbarians have made it a rough go for a lot of the the Trailenders that have tried to just. Establish peace here, and and establish their their lives here. It just, it's an insult to us and our people. And I can't believe that fucking barbarian gets to go on this excursion with us. I, I don't care what he knows about the wilderness or or his people and whatnot. I just don't trust him. Hey, listen. I mean, it f- seems like this position of authority you find yourself in is getting to your head a bit. Think you just need to cool down. Nobody's gonna respect you. If you keep flying off the handle, and if you keep wanting to join the Rowdy Boys crew, okay? But that's what you always do, Rory. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I understand. I understand. And uh, thank you. I think I just need... It, it's, it's the pressure, really. It's the pressure. The, the fact that we just got news about the resistors back in Trayland right before leaving, me having to give it to the second-in-command there, who I know is not competent, and this is definitely a scenario that I wish that I could be handling, but I have to be here because the Lord Protector wants to parade himself all over the new lands that are already... Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, he, takes, though, he takes a drink, <laughs> a long, like, a couple of gulps. Like not that I gone. care or anything like that, but what <laughs> did you learn about the resistors back, in, uh, back home? Uh, just... He kind of looks around. Just what I showed you, just the fact that uh, they, the note that they remember, the white hammer symbol, oh, yeah, yeah, everything yeah. leading to uh, the possibility that Lady Brittany's yeah, yeah. resistance. Yeah, I, I, rem- I slipped my memory for up. a second there. It's okay. Um, it's been three months. It has. 
So uh, I try not to think of it, but it's just right there at the forefront. Of my brain. Okay, what's the plan from here now? What are we gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. I mean, other than <laughs> like counseling you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> other than dealing with that and just the stress of that, just knowing obviously now that these barbarians are gonna be much more of a an issue than we imagined before. Uh, like the Duke was saying, this is the first violent outbreak we've seen from them in many years. I know we had our troubles to begin with, uh, say 20 years ago or whatever, but this, this is something very new. They are m much more bold than before. Well, maybe we should try and talk to them, figure out what's wrong. I mean, if we keep pressing harder, they might just try and press back, you know? I mean, if you want to try and reason with them, after people have been trying this shit for 25 years, then you be my guest. But nobody, nobody fucking gives a shit about their language, these weird demonic gods that they serve. I just don't see anything good about it. The mm. things they do at their tribes and with their own people, it's disgusting. It's enough to just make you sick. There, there are people that simply should not be. All right, well, you know, you're not paying me to care about them, I guess, so let's just get this over with so I can get home, get yeah. that dirt on me, erased, expunged, and finish this mission. Speaking of which, Rory, uh, what I needed to talk to you about, now that I've sort of cooled myself, there's a, a bit of a specific thing I need you to help me out with. You mean like that one time when you got real drunk and you <laughs> sent me that message? No, 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 oh, okay. not that. No, Sorry, not that. No. Uh, that was a mistake. Raven. It was like a raven yeah. with like sex notes on it. Clear my history. No, 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 nothing, uh, nothing like that. Nothing like that. And he drinks a lot more. Uh, so do that, I. And he gets he gets like another one. It's like awkward silence yeah. for like thirty seconds. No, Rory. Uh, about uh, yeah. Um, so. I've gotten some word about one of our crew members, actually. One that uh, is uh, one that is disturbing the same as uh, that Finn guy disturbs me. I haven't quite known how to think about him since he's joined. That Ayas in Thorn. I need you to keep an eye on him. I know he's close with you and the Rowdy Boys, and I've tried to get my way into the group and uh, I can I can see that it's a bit more difficult for myself. No, no, it's working. No, it's, 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 we'll keep trying. No, well, you know, you're in charge. It's, it's, there's always division. I'm just saying it might be better utilized for you to kind of keep an eye, just keep tabs on him if anything, if anything suspicious happens, you let me know. Okay. All right. So now, should I go to the docks where he is? Uh, no, not tonight. I mean, there's enough guards going on. I just mean, I just mean, as we're moving forward in the ships, you know, on the downtime. If he says anything suspicious, or if he if he does anything suspicious, just just let me know. Keep me keep me uh, updated on All his right. whereabouts and whatnot. I can do that. Thanks, Rory. Uh, how about how about this? No more business talk for the rest of the night. <laughs> All, right. All right, just partying from here on out. That's right, just partying. <laughs> and another tear on <laughs> <Yeah>. Leon's <laughs> cheek as you guys get another round. Uh, great. <laughs> so um, the bishop actually has come out from the uh, from the door that is opposite from the kitchen door that leads upstairs to the rooms, and he 
comes and sits down at a uh, a booth with you, Telnius, and okay. uh, and he begins. You guys kind of spark up a conversation <clears throat> over. He's drinking some wine, and you'd be drinking or eating. What what is the? Are we at a use at a booth? Mm-hmm. Okay, and is it kind of like like? Okay, great. So I. Uh, He's sitting across from you. Great. great. And you've already ordered food. So like, what would you be eating? Yeah. Um, Probably something like fish. Okay. So you're just chowing down on some fish, Mm -hmm. some exotic Varahim fish. Mm -hmm. And I I think I would drink uh, wine with it too. Oh, okay. Some sort of like white wine. Good pairing. Nice. You should order him a cider. Maybe a nice. (laughs) 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 I definitely do that. That's brilliant. I definitely do that. (laughs) Yes, that is exactly. Oh, yeah, I definitely Um, do. So he sits down with you, and you look at the barmaid before she leaves, and you're putting in your order for fish and wine, and you say, uh, Uh, Yes, and... uh, and a, a large cider for him, please. This will all be on his tab, by the way. <laughs> and the bishop, his eyes get really frantic, and he says, oh, n- No, miss, uh, a wine will do, same as Telnius here. Th- thank you for thinking of me, but I, 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 I fear you've forgotten that I'm quite deathly allergic <laughs> oh. to apples. Oh, gosh, what? Ah, that's right. It's okay, Tony, it's okay. <laughs> ah, I heard, um, I, 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 I mean, I saw... You, uh, you do very well at the, uh, at the assassination attempts. I want to say I'm very proud of your ability to uh, keep your head on straight in the midst of battle. I, I don't say anything, just kind of nod. Seems you have mastered the fiery spirit of Thesla. The way you channel it and, and, and have power over it, I'm very impressed by you. I continue just nodding. Uh, most most of us clerics deal with the light of Thessla, but never one I've seen quite so adapt at the fire of Thessla. Well, I uh, appreciate the flattery, but can we please move on? Uh, sure, absolutely. I, you know, we haven't really had a m- moment to sit down and chat. I was wondering what your time in the wilderness was, uh, the, the kind of growth you went through, and the... Uh, the training that you had there with a, with a, a wizard, I, I believe his name was Bartom. Right, Bartom. <clears throat> Tell well, me about that time. I uh, I see no reason for us to continue this charade that either of us believe in Thessa. <laughs> <laughs> he looks around and he's like, uh, after he scans the room a little bit, he laughs a little bit. And he's like. <gasps> What are you talking about? No, what I, we don't get our power from Thesla. There is no Thesla. It is a good ploy, and it works for the masses, but we get our power from intellect. <laughs> <laughs> and the barmaid approaches with the drinks and your food, right. and, and he's, he's smiling maybe as your face is more... Somber mm, and, like and solemn, just waiting for, sure, yeah. for his response. So he, he gathers I, his. Wine. I definitely don't even pay attention to her. Like, right. I, if she wants to know. What right. I'm she saying. sets it in front yeah. and she kind of walks away. Yeah. And the bishop thanks her. Telnius, you are, you have learned quite a bit. I uh, I am surprised at your how should I say maturity. But I fear that. A lack of faith is not suited for one who wants to be bishop. 
So uh, if you continue down this path of darkness, and he actually intimidates with a natural 20. Okay. If you continue down this path of darkness, I fear your future will be bleak. And then I, I kind of like, well, well, okay, hold hold on. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to share this secret with everyone, but it's it's important that we don't continue this conversation behind some false charade of a faith. Tell me, if you are having a crisis of faith, then I can shepherd you back to the light. But to think that there is some secret misfaith or unbelief that is shared between the two of us. Well, you are gravely mistaken. Can I make an insight check? You may make an insight check. Uh. Can my table be right next to us? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually the booths are on the opposite okay. wall. So yeah, there's not that many people seated mm. around Me you, and so Leanne are why. just like looking back <laughs> and forth. Like, <laughs> um, 18. Um, you sense not only the intimidation that he's trying right. to pour into this conversation, but also the inauthenticity okay. of the words he is saying. Okay. And I, okay. And I say, I kind of roll my eyes like, okay, okay. There are people around. I understand. <laughs> anyway, um, God, I really, Tesla, I mean, <laughs> Tesla, I really thought we would, uh, we would just have some nice, quiet time after the chaos of today. I just wanted to come and give you praise and uh, possibly if you would like to learn a bit of the light of Thessla. Now, are we talking like scriptures or are we talking like something more pragmatic? We're talking something pragmatic. Then yes, of course. I mean, I, I d don't doubt your ability. I hope you do not. Yes, uh, if you would, hold out your hand. I put my hand out. The dangers that have arisen and have made themselves known this day, they come from a place of darkness, these barbarians. We are a source of light. And he takes your hand, and he waves his hand over it. And you have kind of a physiological reaction. How you interpret that is up to your mm -hmm. character. But he waves his hand over yours and he says, you must know that the light comes from within yourself. Yes. But where is that source that is within you coming from? Our Lord Tesla has brought within us his goodness, his charity that we must share with these people. And as he waves his hand, a small ball of light begins to form in your hand and you can feel the magic uh, surge into your palm as you're able to form this ball. Um, although give me a, um, knowledge arcana. No, give me a wisdom check first. Okay. okay. Um, it's nine. Yeah. So you, you begin to channel the light of this spell or this small, mm -hmm. uh, orb, uh, but the the anxiety of the doubts right. within you, and also my interaction with him, especially right. when he says the name Thesla, begins to darken mm -hmm. that and begins to diminish the feeling of power that goes okay. to your palm. And and Colum 
acknowledges this and he says, you may be aren't quite ready yet, but we will continue working on this. Telnius, I am happy that you have decided to join us on this journey. Well, I, uh, I am happy to get this journey over with and see you retire. <laughs> Cheers, my friend. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Great. <laughs> For the audience, they just drink empty stuff? Was it empty? Did either of you actually drink anything? I did. Yeah, I drank oh, some okay. cider. <laughs> Ironically, I drank cider. As Bishop called <laughs> 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 She brought cider. Who's <laughs> apple wine? I my tr- throat again. I tr- this is truly an angry orchard. <laughs> Uh, great. So we're going to go over <laughs> to Ayas. Um, you have been, it's, it's almost boring at this point, but <laughs> I'm imagining you, uh, your character is walking up and down this drawbridge and you're with your bow staff as a walking stick. No, I've gathered some food from the, oh. from the dinner and I'm feeding the fish. And the oh, <laughs> you've given up on like wa- pacing back and forth <laughs> and you're just like throwing breadcrumbs into the river below. And I'm feeding the ducks that's, and enjoying it. That's really cute. It's right at the base by the fact. The drawbridge is directly behind where um, Thessala's Grace, a.k.a. the Naked Lady, <laughs> which now has UC Is a flag of Thessala hung over the side, <laughs> covering up the crude image and the, and That's the name. That's too bad. <laughs> and you're kind of just... That's not going to last. Shoot it down with your bow and arrow. Yeah, you're sitting on the... I've got a slingshot. <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting on the edge of the drawbridge. Right, so the stern is above you and... Uh, kind of, you're in the shadow of the full harvest moon, and the, the moon is pr- pretty large and actually is a red, orangish, orangish hue. Uh, thus, the harvest moon festival. Um, the you're you're just throwing in food to the ducks, and they respond well. Give me a charisma check with the ducks. Hell yeah. They start (laughs) quacking a lot. They really like the bread you're giving them. (laughs) They're very satisfied. Worth it. Just in just the right spot, using your sling to get the. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you kill one of the dogs like after they come close to you. Yeah, yeah, you're dead. (laughs) I own you. Ias, no. Yeah, the the whole reason Leon wants you to watch him is because he's a famed duck. Right. (laughs) He's a serial duck. And after you do it, you're like, hide your ducks. Guess you should (laughs) have. Guess you should have. And you looked to somebody's side. Ducked. <laughs> no, don't. Okay. Don't. 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 God, no. Okay, so well, I give is, me ten minutes. I'll yeah. have it. Um, at this point, uh, at this point, the you hear footsteps coming down the drawbridge, and you kind of remember that you're supposed to be uh, watching out and keeping guard. And you see a man and a woman approaching. They're heading from the northern side, where the town square and the festival was, to the southern side which is where the uh, Red Stegen is, and most of the commoners uh, reside there. As they're making their way closer, give me a quick perception check with your ocular pat down. I, I crit again. Damn, dude. <laughs> you quickly recognize them just as they're recognizing you. The woman is Veronica, the woman who attempted to steal from you, who as she gets closer, you realize has a bandage on her head and is 
holding her head in pain still. I'm and smiling. The man next to her <laughs> is the bartender who was at that same CD tavern that you uh, almost were robbed at. And she notices you. Obviously, you are a half-elf with white hair and black eyes. You're very easy to spot, even in, in the nighttime. <laughs> and she speaks up, and she grabs the man next to her, and she says, that's, that's him. That's him. And he just he mm, grunts and starts approaching you and rolls up his sleeves, and he says, I think you and I have something to settle. Go on. Physically, <laughs> I want to fight you <laughs> because you have harmed one of my employees. You think you can just come in here with your fancy boats and your blind tactics and whatnot? No, I don't buy it. I calmly stand up and I turn towards him. You don't want to fight me. I just had the idea. Like, ducks attack! <laughs> <laughs> you better duck! <laughs> Um, so you stand up calmly and, and, and approach him. He's now like five feet away, and his, he's got like Popeye forearms that he's just rolled his sleeves back on. Aw. <laughs> Do you say that in game, like about yeah. his forearms? Aw. You've really, you've just, that was it. Like you pissed him off, and he, he goes in to attack you. Awesome. Does a 17 hit your AC? It does. So he punches you square in the jaw, nice. and you take six points of damage. Cool. Non lethal. Non-lethal. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I just, you kind of stammer back, your lips bleeding a little bit, and you we're going to go turn base. Okay. That fist came from that <laughs> 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 And I pull out my staff, and I just race forward, and I just whip it around, spinning it over my head, and I try to club him <laughs> in the side of the face. Awesome. 17, that's 20. Wow. Yeah, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. Three. Three points of damage. So you conk him in the side of the head in the same way as you did Veronica. And he, just as he goes in to tackle you, you hear a And from the sky, you see a young falcon swoop down and begin to claw at the face of this bartender. And just as he's running in, he goes, oh, oh, and it's it's attacking him and it's flapping its wings above him and Veronica's freaking out no Ned ah! and she pulls out a Ned. dagger and goes to attack the to attack the falcon at that point three arrows kunk, 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 uh, stop her in her path on the drawbridge and when you uh, oh, you mean they land in front of her, not in front of her, her. not in her. In the dark. Yeah. <laughs> like they stop her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's fucking dead. <laughs> Let's move on. She should have ducked. Duck. Duck. <laughs> you can call it the quack attack. Oh. Wait. So hey, wait. in this scenario, do uh, the ducks have a bow and arrow? Is that what you're saying? We'll see. <laughs> so uh, you and Veronica look up because the bartender's still being attacked by this young falcon. You guys look up and see a wood elf just at the top of the stern of the boat. And she has a bow that she's putting away, kind of a cape going on in leather armor. She is silhouetted by the red, orange, oh. Full moon as she jumps down and tumbles in front of you, collecting up her three arrows and knocking all three and aiming them at Veronica. And she says, do not attack Autumn. 
and Veronica drops the dagger, and the falcon returns to the wood elf's shoulder. She has dirty brown blondish hair. It's up in a ponytail hold, held away from her eyes, and uh, all of her gear and armor is very brown, uh, forest green kind of stuff. She, and she even has like the smell of composting leaves coming off, <laughs> reminding you of the sandalwood forest. <laughs> uh, as they, as he, the bartender clutches his eyes and runs away with Veronica, she yells after them, that's what you get for attacking a blind man. And she turns around <laughs> and she's the arrows in her bow and says, hi, I'm Lumen, Lumen you. Nice Lumen. You. Nicely done, <laughs> Lumen. That was incredible. I am Ias. Ias and Thorn, yes. I have actually heard of you. I grew up in the uh, the forests of Norholm, and so uh, the white-haired Ias, <laughs> I know about you. Yes, it is I, in the flesh. Very cool. <laughs> well, I've just been working here in the New Lands. <laughs> We're, oh, shit. I've just been working here in the New Lands and uh, decided to help out the excursion. And uh, I'm a ranger. I'm a ranger, obviously proficient with my bow and arrows. And yes, it would like appear that. so. How long have you been here? Uh, um, just a year or two. Uh, the, the king, he came to Penton one time, and I helped him out on a hunting trip, and he kind of fell down a valley and I helped him out and he thinks I'm the best uh, wilderness tracker ever. So he promoted me and probably me the most lands. beautiful as well. <laughs> <laughs> Roll to fall in love. <laughs> You'll never know. Natural <laughs> 20. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, <laughs> calm down. It's okay. <sighs> so, uh, so cool. You're on the, you're on the excursion too. I heard. Yes, I am on the excursion. Heading from the west to the east, That's hopefully right. to make it to the eastern mountain ranges. Well, here's hoping everything goes smoother than today. <laughs> I'm sure it will. <laughs> Tell me about your friend here. Oh, this is Autumn. He's my falcon. I actually met him here in the New Lands. Well, it appears I owe him much thanks as well. Yeah, Autumn, say hi. <laughs> she does both noises. You know how to do it, right? Uh, the sound of a falcon later on. No, right? no. <laughs> it was a chill falcon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Well, it appears you're very skilled with the bow and arrow. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Are you joining us? You did say you're joining us on the excursion, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, 10,000 gold? Who could say no to that? Well, that's wonderful. Maybe we can stick together. Yeah, I hope so. Awesome. <laughs> Cut. <laughs> you just stand scene. next to each other. Awesome. All right. Well, so see Colleen, you later, right? So you like music? <laughs> I just was at a CD tavern. CD tavern. <laughs> <laughs> they had a ton of the Ramones. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. You have a fangirl on the voyage now. <laughs> hell yeah. Awesome. So you... Um, she runs my merch. Desk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Synthorn t-shirts. <laughs> Nothing's more dangerous than the sin of a thorn. I hand her and Autumn some bread. Oh, you feed the falcon after mm -hmm. it says hi. She can become part of your duck, uh, duck squad. Yeah, duck squad. Kaloon <laughs> will go to you in the tavern. So I'm going to actively look for Pinvro Gwyn. Right. Um, he he was over at a table with himself with a ton of parchment all laid out and. Sorry. When you approach, he puts his quill back into the inkwell and looks up to you. 
Oh, great. Pimbro, come with me. That? I need your help with something. I grab his arm and, huh? uh, and take him out of the tavern. Okay, well, um, well uh, where, where are we going? I'll tell you on the way. Oh my, this is very exciting. <laughs> We're on our way. <laughs> tell me. <laughs> do, you know, do you know of any shops that might still be open this late that are selling musical instruments? <laughs> Uh, not the not, not to my knowledge. I was just simply uh, the, uh, I, I just left all my parchment. I was uh, creating uh, 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 documents to document the attack today. I just my brain's been in that uh, since it happened, and so I'm very sorry. I I don't know very much about yeah, Dunebar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't okay, been here for okay, very yeah, long. Yeah, and that's so, fine. Okay. Uh, so uh, anyway, the whole reason that I came on this trip, I haven't told anybody this, so keep your mouth shut. Oh yeah, uh, sure. Yeah. I don't care about that ten thousand. Wow. What I care about. Can I have it? Uh, no, I still want it. I, <laughs> I don't care about it. I want it. I think, I, I think that the gold should be with someone who cares about it, though. I mean, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use it. Just uh, hear me out. Uh, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> I'm looking for my bagpipes. <gasps> That's right. The bagpipes? My bagpipes. I don't know what they're called, but I know that they're ancient bagpipes. They're worth so much money, and they were stolen from me. The last bagpipes? The, the last relics of the Orcish Wars played by none other than... Ivan Bar. <laughs> Shut up, Dramatic. peasant! I had it! It was right there! Dramatic Get out pause. of here, peasant! It's too late for you! <laughs> played by none other than Ivan Barribello? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Played Fesla be praised. What the hell? Play, played by none other than Ivan Barley Barrel? One and the same. I... You had these in, in your very hands, and, 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 and yet what they were taken from you? You don't have them anymore? They were stolen from me, yes. Oh. And then they were brought over here to the new lands. So that's oh. the whole reason I came out here. Plus, I mean, I'll be honest, the 10,000 gold I'm going to keep. I don't, I don't care about it. I'm sure? going to keep it. Okay. All right. I, I mean, don't, don't, ask, don't ask me again. You could invest it in your uh, store back in Octocraig, uh, No Holds Barred. I could. Which is infamous, I might say. Oh, I've heard a lot of good things. Wait, wait, what, is it infamous? Nope, or that's not infamous. Good. It's notorious <laughs> for being good. Still bad. <laughs> Still bad. It's a world the famous, I think. Isn't yeah, it? world, that would that work. It's trailing famous. <laughs> it's famous. <laughs> Trust me, Carloon. If I've heard of it, it's famous enough. All right, I'm going to need you to just stop talking and keep your eyes open. That's very hard for me to do, as I'm a bard who loves to talk. Okay, that's great. So I'm just, just know I'm not going to be listening to you. Just let, just tap me on the shoulder whenever you find a, a you, music store. You got it. Uh, I'll help you look. I don't see any. Do we? Give <laughs> me a gonna perception check. I'm going to ask around. Are there anybody still on the street? Like, I'm not sure there's there's some stragglers here. In the um, you look around for a while, but most places have closed down due to the scare of the Wilderfolk attack, and a lot of people are barred up in their houses. None of the businesses are actually open. The festival has toned down. People are packing up. up. But there is one last booth that is packing up, and it is a collection of instruments, such oh. as flutes and brass instruments and other things. Other woodwinds. Yeah. There's a pair of timpanis for no godly reason. <laughs> Do I see any bagpipes? There are no bagpipes, but there is a, uh, a halfling who is packing up the rest of the instruments. Hello there, friend. Oh, hello. Yes, I'm sorry. We're just closing down. No, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I don't want to buy anything. My name is Kowloon. And, and I'm Mr. Penbro. Nice to meet you. Yeah, <laughs> he it, shakes it, his hand. What is your name? I, I also shake Oh, uh, yes, me? Uh, well, uh, nobody asked me that ever, <laughs> so thanks. Oh, did you say Tommy? Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said Timmy. Timmy. Oh, Timmy. Timmy. Yeah. yeah, I'm Timmy. It's nice to meet you all. 
what can I help you with? I, I, I'm sorry, nothing else is for sale. We ju- we've already packed up all the all the change boxes and everything. I was wanting to know, have you ever heard of the ancient stories of bagpipes? And Penvro leans in, the last bagpipes played by Ivan Barty Barrow himself. Penvro, shut your mouth. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, well, of course I've heard of them. I've, I've, I've always, uh, I travel with, with, uh, with uh, a, a musician and he, he tells me all the stories about Trayland and, and back. I'm, I'm simply from Denshire. I've, I've had a humble upbringing and whatnot. But uh, yes, of course I've heard of the last bagpipes, yeah. Um, and have you heard tell of any of them passing through the town that we're currently in. Roll me a. Um, what would it be? Charisma. Yeah, just a straight charisma check. All right. So that is a thirteen. I'll contend it. Hmm. He looks around. Well, um, Jim Bob, the musician I travel <laughs> with, isn't here, so I guess I could maybe give you a little bit of information if maybe you had, uh, if there was a little gold in the mix. I and he's he's wagging waggling his eyebrows one at a time Robert both at the Jim same. Jim Bob. <laughs> I instead I instead tried to intimidate him into telling me anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't like to, I don't like to give up my gold. All right? He's a very tiny fellow. Which you don't little, care about. <laughs> he's got yeah. short cropped blonde hair and he he just got he has the wonder of the new world in his eyes. Right, Go ahead fine. and intimidate much, him. Fine, I'll, I'll just have it. How, how much do you want? He he's he tricked that back on you. Uh, well, I just well five gold would be enough for a, a hot meal tonight for me to have. Absolutely not, you weasel. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll take I'll take. Just ten, tell me. Just give me the information I need to know. Ten silver, and I'll tell you what you want to know. Weasel's a really bad name. Yeah, in this world I, as well. I was trying. I was I was desperate. You wouldn't want to know what weasels a, are. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you ever I heard of tigers? So They're like that like in trailer. <laughs> really bad words. Yeah. Would you? Uh, what are you rolling for right now? Uh, I was rolling for intimidation. Uh, and what'd you get? Thirteen. <clears throat> all right, all right. I'll tell you what I know. Well, okay. Well, there was a there was a, a mysterious man who came through Duna Bar, and he sees that he's between he's like before two like master bards, so he's trying to really put on a show for you guys. There was a mysterious man who came through Duna Bar, and he approached Jim Bob. He saw that he was selling instruments on the streets, and he said, "Do you want to uh, buy some 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 instruments that might have a bit more worth?" Than, uh, than most normal instruments. And, and Jim Bob said, no, I don't deal with, with you know, stolen objects and, and all that kind of thing. And, and the man said, well, I've got this set of bagpipes that I've brought from Trayland that are possibly famed as the last bagpipes. And the, the price he was asking was just far too much. And Jim Bob, like I said, he doesn't deal with those of, of the darker character. So we kindly denied them, and he went on his way. I think he said he was headed for Ben Iver. Ben Iver. That's good to know. Mm. I thank you for that. And then I toss him three silver. Oh, oh, thank you very much. Can I go with you on the excursion? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> and he starts. Okay. <laughs> he starts kind of playing the timpanis by himself. He 
plays him with his feet. Yeah. He stands on the timpanis. <laughs> oh gosh! All right, Pembro, we got to, we we have to head back. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, a new I, fan favorite. I would say so. <laughs> Timmy, the, Timmy, the, the timpani, instrument salesman. Timmy, the timpani player. <laughs> he tickles the timpanis with his toes. Yeah, he's the Timmy, the timpani troll. <laughs> All right, so you guys head back to the Red Snake. Um, the, the night kind of settles down. You can have a few more moments to just chit-chat. I'll actually leave it open. The, the common room's filled with most of the people we've interacted yeah. with, but Lumen comes back with Ias. You come back. Uh, Kalun comes back with Master Penvro, and uh, everyone else is still in there. Yeah, I do want to spend some time, um, if I can, finding any natives. or I want to learn. Uh, I have two questions. First off, do many people from uh Treyland speak uh Thessalon. Uh not many. It's like a it's like kind of a church. You language. know how the church knew Latin right, 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 back right. in the day and okay. only the, the priests right, spoke it. The okay. higher yeah, they it's it's a part of your training to learn the ancient okay. Thessalon. Cool. So I would know if I spoke in Thessalon to another priest, yeah. they would understand me and more than likely most people wouldn't. Right. Okay. Exactly. It's a it's a pretty secretive language. Okay, great. Um and then secondly, um uh is there, I would like, I mean, I know I'm not going to be able to like learn a new language, uh-huh. here, but I would like to start, um, like I, the language barrier between me and these natives would bother my character a okay. lot. And so I would like to start if I can. Do you studying want that. to cool. role play a little bit with, I mean, Finn is there. Yeah, I would love the, to talk to Finn. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. let's just role play that out cool. a little bit. So I, I approach Finn and, uh, and I say, um. Uh, hail and well met. Uh, yes, it is good to meet you, priest of Thessla. So, uh, I couldn't help but notice you are going to be joining us on this excursion. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, you can tell he's been pretty soured after his tough mm-hmm. uh, tussle with Leon. He actually has a bit of a black eye forming. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes, I am joining, although I don't think many are... Happy about it. Does he have anything to drink or eat in front of him? He has an ale that is almost out. Great. I um, kind of wave at the bartender and say, mm-hmm. uh, another drink for him, and, and I'll have a, another glass of wine. Okay. And how much would that cost? Um, it'll, be a, it'll be a silver Great for those two. So, yeah, I, I, give the, I put uh, two cool. silver down. Nice. Thank you very much. And the bartender leaves and uh, replaces the ale for Finn and gives a glass of wine uh, on the table for you. And Finn kind of motions for you to go ahead and sit down across Great. from him. And so I say, uh, <clears throat> so I, uh, I'm very fascinated by uh, uh, your language. It's beautiful. Uh, how, when did you learn a uh, common? Uh, I was very young when I left my tribe. Um, another tribe had come in and wiped out completely, including my parents. And me and my sister were the only ones to escape. Uh, I lost her in the wilderness, though. But I found myself here in Dunabur at the age of, I think I was of eight years at that point. And since then, I have been raised by some kind scholars here in Dunabur. Wow, that is tragic. I'm so sorry to hear that. I was very young, so I don't remember much. It was brutal, though, and yes, very, uh, I did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, funny how Tesla can be kind and, and uh, damaging at the same time, huh? Sure. 
Okay, great. <laughs> sure. Also, I, I agree. Uh, sure. you, you notice that, like, when you say Tesla, he's just kind yeah, of doesn't care. He kind of he, he, he kind of backs away a little bit, mm-hmm. actually. And then, okay, um, so I say, um, so uh, I would love to learn more from you. You, you are such a fascinating uh, person, and and if you are interested, I'd be willing to uh, uh, to teach you as well. Um, specifically talking about the language uh, yes. that you speak, it, it's just so beautiful. Uh, thank you. I so I am. Uh, I am apologize. I just, no one has said such things about my people, nor do I oftentimes think this way about my people and my language. It is very rustic and guttural. I love the way that Trailenders speak with elegance, and most of the time I am actually very... uh, I am nervous about the way that I come off to most Trailenders. And so I would very much like to have someone guide me more in the ways of the common tongue. And I can begin to teach you if you would like some of the uh, language uh, and words of my people. Perfect. Uh, Well, in, in speaking of the way you speak, there's something raw and powerful about your language that uh, I think is poetically beautiful. There is something I do miss from my home tribes. Uh, I was very young, obviously, and my mother would tell me the stories of uh, people, and she would paint such pictures with uh, her words before going to sleep that I would dream of the stories of my people. Um, Yes, so I... uh, yeah, I have not felt good about my people and my language in a long time. So, uh, thank you. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Hmm. Yes, I'm. I'm happy about this. You are. What was your name? Uh, Telnius. My name is Telnius. Telnius. Uh, it is good to meet you. And he puts out his hand to. to I like shake. Sh- definitely shake oh, it. Good. Good. I am. I am happy. And this is good ale. Have you tried? Oh. Oh. I normally more of a, a wine kind of guy, but yes. I, sure. I cannot do the wine. It is too sweet on my tongue. Yeah. Well, to each his own. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell he doesn't know what that phrase means. <laughs> I return back with uh, with Lumen. Mm-hmm. I introduce her to the guys. Hi guys. Hello. Ratty Crow. Am I back? Hello, Ratty Boys. Yeah, you all are back. This is Lumen. She saved me. We kicked the ass of a bartender. Hi, I kick ass. Nice to meet you. Lumen? Lumen, yeah. Lumen, Lumen you. you. Last of the U tribe, actually. Wow. Yeah. And this is all. All my friends and family are dead. Oh, oh. oh God. Interesting. Hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I see you got a falcon there. How do you feel about eagles? Uh, eagles, <laughs> eagles are pretty cool. Yeah, I like I like birds of uh, of all feathers. Yeah, you do. Huh. 
Anyway, roll, roll to be creeped out. <laughs> she is creeped out by <laughs> Lumen. Stay with these gentlemen for a minute. I need to go have a word. Okay, I think I'm just gonna like I'm gonna get a drink and just like sit over at this other table. But it was really nice meeting you all. And you, she points to Kowloon. And what, what was your name? My name is Kowloon, the entertainer. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna sit over back here. And <laughs> oh, if you need any entertainment whatsoever, oh, you're yelling. You just come to me. So loud. Okay, <laughs> no problem. No problem, guys. Uh, it was great meeting you all. <laughs> Uh, bless, bless Tesla. She like bows to Telnius, and she's like red in the face, yeah. and like runs over and and gets a drink and starts drinking it quickly. I spot Finn by the bar, and I go over to talk to him. Cool. Yeah. So this is like after you guys, mm-hmm. after yeah. Telnius and Finn have had their conversation, and they came in afterwards. Um, so yeah, go. You go ahead and sit down uh, next to Finn at the bar. Actually, he would have just stayed at the same table. Might I sit down? Uh, yeah. It's, sure. And he's kind of taken aback by your appearance, like your white hair and your black eyes. And he, he yes, yeah. Hello, I am Iacin Thorne. Oh, oh, yes, I uh, recognize you from earlier. Thanks for pulling off uh, the commander. He's not a big fan of me. Oh, it was not a problem at all. I'd like to keep my eyes on that guy. Yeah. Anyway, so you're a native of this land. I am, yes, I am of the Vedicin, but I have been assimilated to the Trailender's ways uh, since I was eight years old. That's wonderful. Tell me, I'm looking for a specific landmark that could be found in this land, and it goes by the name of the Empty Mountain. Oh, the Empty Mountain. There is a mountain that is a part of the Eastern Reach, one through which a river flows through, that is known to the Vedican people as Holtor, which is Vedican speech for the hollow mountain. That's the only thing that I could think of. So, yes. <laughs> yes, I've heard exactly of it. <laughs> so then that exactly answers my question. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you more about it. Is there any lore? With that mountain, no, it is more of a landmark, as you called it. Um, I believe the Trailenders have set up mines there because it is rich in gold. Ah, yeah. And tell me, are those mines located at the foot of this mountain? Uh, they are within the mountain. I believe you must reach it through the river which runs through the mountain. Ah, interesting. Then what is at the foot of, ma- oh, foot of that mountain? At the foot of the mountain, uh, there is... Just the forest and the rest of the mountain range. I know of nothing else. There is the lake that the Trailenders refer to as Loch Kate. Loch Kate, you say? Mm-hmm. Well, this has been very helpful. I appreciate it very much. You're very welcome. If you, you need anything, come to me. I will help you. Thank you. And you said Ayas was your name? Yes, Ayas Sinthorn. Uh, it was very good to meet you. I am Finn, Finn Aurora. Pleasure to meet you as well, Finn. Good cool. day. Thank you. So many people being nice to me, I think to myself. <laughs> cool. So, yeah. He let's says go. out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know. Yeah. He's, he doesn't know yeah. how to think. I love it. He doesn't know how to think in Trayland. Yeah. He just right. knows how to Exactly. He thinks that people think out loud in Trayland because <laughs> they just talk so much. <laughs> he's been around Master Penvro for too long. Um, no. So, yeah. You guys kind of wrap up the evening and. Oh, question. Was I still sitting next to him for nope, that you wrap exchange? up the evening. No, for that exchange. Did I hear? Any of that? No, you had joined. You had rejoined the Rowdy okay, cool. Boys. Okay. Um, 
and had said hi to Lumen. And she, right. they were on the other okay, side cool. of the cool. tavern. So um, cool. So you guys wrap up the evening. You go uh, to sleep. But of course, um, so the Duke had instructed you guys to be packed and ready to go at a moment's notice. Um, do you all follow said direction? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, I great. All, all my stuff is still in the ship anyway. So. Okay, so you just <laughs> kept it in the ship. Because you're spending the night in the, at the... You can spend the night at the Red Stegen yeah. or at the... Might have just brought a change of clothes or something. Okay. But, I uh, sleep on the ship. Okay, cool. So those of you who are in the inn, you are rudely w- awakened around one in the morning uh, when, um, when the Duke uh, comes into your room and says, the... Um, sorry. Wait, so I would I have been on the ship? Because I said I was in the ship. Would it have made sense for me to go to the ship? It would have made more sense for you guys Sleep to be in, in your, okay, well, in your room at the, end. at the end. Okay, yeah. so everyone's at the end. Okay. okay. So <laughs> like, would I don't want to be left out, so I stay. Would it have been weird for me to do that? Yeah, because I don't know that I would have. Well, yeah, you've been on the ship for like three, three months, months and true. the beds the That's beds true. are more like cots right, on yeah. the ship. So the the room that you guys share are like down uh, mattresses. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the nicest inns. Yeah. And your bed pro- probably still wet from when we, like when you were sleeping, like pushed you out to sea in the middle of the night. Oh, that's oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh that my was gosh. Crazy. We killed yeah, those thinking, dolphins. Yeah, yeah. Thank, goodness, <laughs> yeah, thank goodness IS remembered to tie a rope to him. Yeah. So. <laughs> Could have been tragic. Yeah. Um, great. So you guys are all as fast asleep in your room when Duke Erwin busts in. He loves doing this, apparently. He's just like kicking down doors. <laughs> oh, you were naked. <laughs> yeah, so Colin. He does it like Wait, two hours, Andrew? every two hours every night. That? Um, he says, Andrew, rowdy boys, um, I hope you followed my instructions. He looks over. I see you did. Good. Uh, the Lord Protector believes that leaving under the cover of night, uh, the evening before we are scheduled to leave for Ben Iver is a better tactic than uh, waiting for the scheduled time. So we are to leave now, grab your things, and get onto the ship. I do it. All right, oh, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah and I grumble my way to my hammock on the ship and oh. just go back to sleep. Yeah, okay. You so just stayed in the ship. I know. <laughs> um, great. So you guys leave. Like I like to imagine my character goes to the ship and there's like, like, well, they like, shouldn't no, be. Yeah. You get lonely. Yeah. yeah. You get, you're like journaling and you're all alone. Like, oh, this is. A, I miss my rowdy boy. <laughs> <laughs> and you come back like in an hour, like you had just fallen asleep when Duke comes in. Oh, we'll leave it. Get on the ship. <laughs> thanks for listening to episode three of season one this is andrew palmer your dungeon master and with me as always are the rowdy boys brad as rory micah as telnius taylor as ias and colin as colin thanks to our sound engineer and composer sam anderson we love you more than the lord protector loves himself If you want to learn more about us and the world we created, go to chasmquest.com to view maps, history, and character bios. You can also find our social media links to stay updated with behind-the-scenes pictures and all the Brennan Fraser content you never wanted. Huge thanks to our new iTunes reviewer, Utah Film Nerd. If you like what you hear and want to help us grow, rating and reviewing on iTunes is crucial for us. If you do so, we'll give you a sweet, sweet shout-out. Leading the way in our international downloads is Canada, with the UK hot on its heels. Keep spreading the word and subscribe for all future full and bonus episodes.
Love you.